Crasher had about eight, nine minutes of putting up with Juan Pablo Montoya, flying the Lucas Oil Colors this weekend on the road course. Crasher, you and Juan Pablo, huh? Me and Juan Pablo, yes. It was it was interesting to catch up with him. He was a little late, and uh, I just had to laugh when the crew guys said, oh, there he is over there. Hey, Fatty, you got this interview? And it's like, wait a minute, what? Your crew guys call you Fatty? <laughs> he doesn't Damn. look that big, but yeah. It's, it's, Juan is a fun guy off mic, but you, you put the mic in his face, he, he just doesn't like doing interviews. But off mic, he's, he's a little different. So, yeah, but this is the interview side of Juan Montoya. Speed Freaks here with Juan Pablo Montoya. I got to get something off my chest right away because you were here in the, in the late 90s with IndyCar, Kart. You were Juan Montoya. You go to Formula One, you were Juan Montoya. You come back to America and you're Juan Pablo Montoya. What was the necessity for the change? Uh, I didn't change it. Ron Dennis did. Uh, he wanted to use a full name and I'm, I don't really care how they call me. So... If they want to use Juan Montoya, I'm good. If they want to use Juan Pablo, I'm okay, too. What does your wife say when she's mad at you? Uh, neither. Does she say bad words? No. What about your son? If he's mad at you, come on. There's got to be something between you and your son, Sebastian. No, he just called me dad in Spanish. That's all. You know what I mean? That's how we communicate. Papi, padre. Uh, papa. Papa. I've also heard, though, that he calls you Montoya and you call him Montoya. That's got to be a little odd. Yeah, we call each other Montoya when we're joking and we're, uh, you know, we need to get ready or something. That's, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a normal relationship. You know what I mean? I guess for a lot of people look at it from the outside and it's like, oh my God. But for us, it's you know, a normal father-son relationship. However, I mean, it's really cool because now he's racing and I can see through your Instagrams, through your tweets, through whatever you're doing, I can see how much of a proud dad you are. This is big time for you. I mean, your career as a driver was huge, but now that your son's driving, it's almost like things are different in at least my perspective outside looking in. Is that true? Um, not much. Uh, you know, he's been racing for 10 years now, so it's not, I mean, it's not something new, it's just... You know, the classes keep getting bigger every year, you know what I mean? We're in Formula Regional in Europe, and we did the Asia Championship. You know, we had three poles, two wins there. He did a really good job, and, you know, we're leading, leading the rookies in Europe and everything. He's doing a good job. He's doing what he needs to be done. That is nice. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's we got to focus in, in doing our bit, and that's it. Is it that you guys finally had that chance to race together that maybe things seem a little more special in my eyes? Probably, I don't know. And not like for me, it was really cool to share the car with him, and we're gonna do it again, uh, hopefully a couple more times, and and see what happens. What is one of the craziest things that has happened between the two of you at a racetrack together? What's the crazy? He doesn't pull any pranks on his own dad, or you guys. Actually, I could see this. You are the Montoyas. I could see you guys being very focused. Not a lot of joke times going around. No, I mean, we, when we're in the racetrack, we're working and. Um, and that's it. You know? I mean, we—if you want to go to the racetrack to have fun times and, and a good laughs, then do it somewhere else. You know, do it in a rental truck. But in a racetrack where, you know, you're you're spending a lot of money and you're trying to create a career, it's a job. You know, what I mean, you don't go to the office to joke. You know, you can have a good time and you can enjoy yourself and everything because you need to enjoy yourself. But you need to understand why you're there for. Very valid point. So why Indianapolis again and again and again? Do you feel like you have unfinished business here? You're a champion driver. You've won the 500 a couple times. Do you, still, do you seriously still want more? 
Um, I just had a good opportunity to come and do it again, uh, like and again and again. You know, I did it with Penske and then I stopped and and Sack uh, called me last year if I wanted to do it and we did it and he said, hey, you know, will you do it again? And I said, yeah. I mean, I, I did it last year. We got a good baseline. It was a hard year last year. It was a big struggle with the car. It was painful. But, you know, at the end of the day, even with a, with a tough car and everything, we, we had a, a decent result. Um, so I think when you look at it and you go, man, if I can build from there, I can get a hell of a result and then maybe even a shot of winning again. Well, clearly with Pato starting the month with a win, the entire momentum on the team has got to be up. What have you learned from Pato and Felix with this car in regards to what you're going to be going through the rest of this month? Um, honestly, the, the road course race for me, uh, you know, I really want to thank Lucas Hoyle for supporting the car and everything. But our, our main focus is really the 500. It's, you know, make sure we do good pit stops, uh, hit the marks, make sure, you know, with, uh, with tire warm-up procedure and, in, you know, the... For the crew to go through the whole race weekend and the pressure and everything, I think is really important. Uh, and then, you know, build from there for the race. You know what I mean? I think it's really important to do live pit stops in a race where there's pressure before the 500. Uh, and I think if we do a good job building that up, then we'll be pretty good. When do you get a chance? Because like you said earlier in this interview, this is focus time. You, this is your office. You've got to be focused and, and ready to go and be serious. When do you get a chance to do any of that fun stuff away? I mean, there's a lot of media that can be annoying as heck. I know it. But when do you get a chance to kind of relax? Um, you know, it's kind of strange because we're here for quite a long time. So, you know, the mornings are normally pretty easy. His schedule is very strange. They run only in the afternoons, but it's always been like that. So, I don't know. I, I just honestly... I do the running and then we do the debrief at the end of the day and, you know, eat something in the bus and go to sleep. And in the morning, you know, we give, you know, spend some time with the family sometimes and, and just go and, and see what needs to be done. What are, what's the plan for today? What have we learned from yesterday from looking at data and things? And, you know, it's, I don't know, I don't, I don't think about it too much. I just go with the flow and, and try to stay focused on what we need to do. It's. It's really difficult because there's a lot of days and, you know, I mean, one mistake can ruin your whole month. So you need to be very wise about it and, and that's it. No place to go wakeboarding here in Indianapolis, is there? Because that's your, that's your release, it seems. Uh, when I was in Miami, yeah, but I left Miami over a year ago. So we sold the boat. We sold everything over a year ago. So right now it's probably more golf than anything else. Uh, so I've been playing golf with my kid and everything and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and honestly, I don't even get a lot of time to do that lately. I've been traveling so much. I think I've done like 35 or 36 flights this year already. Uh, so it's actually nice to be in Indy for all these weeks because I'm not in an airplane. You don't have your own Montoya Air? Nope, no Montoya Air. <laughs> well, have you gotten any golf in then with Sebastian here in Indianapolis, not elsewhere? No, 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 no. I want to be focused on the race at the moment. Uh, and, you know, I mean, there's times for everything. And at, at this point for me, it's, you know, making sure we maximize this weekend. It's hard. I haven't been in the car for a year. The, we tried to get a test in and we couldn't. So it's like, I'm, you know, I mean, coming this weekend, it's, it's difficult. It's two 45-minute session. You need to do an installation lap on the car. So by the time you get running, I'll get, what, eight, ten laps max before, before qualifying. So... Well, explain that to people that might not fully understand. You are a champion driver. Is it really that difficult? Well, it's different. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, you're, you're used to doing something with one car and all of a sudden this car is completely different. 
and the the setup has never been built for me or anything. So when you have something built for you and like the prototype, for example, I really understand that I've been driving the prototype for the past five years. So it's second nature. With this, you know, in the past five years, I've driven them twice. All right, good point. What do you do? Let's say things do go to shit and just you're not having a good day. What calms you down besides shunk? Um, honestly, we have a lot of those days here. So you just, again, the only thing to make a bad day better is work hard and figure it out. You know what I mean? That's all I do. You know what I mean? Working on the program. And that's it. You know, it's cool to have Sebastian here for a few days and then my wife will be here. So, you know, that's what it is. Okay, your best advice to Sebastian, at least so far? Um, you know, keep it, don't try as hard as he does because he's got enough speed that he doesn't need to overdo it. Um, I think a lot of mistakes come when you need to overdo it. Uh, and that's it. Would you tell that to a younger Juan Montoya? Would you say, don't overdo it? They told me that a lot of times. Who's they? Oh, a lot of people. Jackie Stewart and a lot of people did that. And how many times did you listen? Oh, but look where I am. <laughs> Sebastian, then, when he doesn't listen, is that going to be okay? No, he doesn't listen. I'll tell him he's not listening and it's okay. But, you know, we have a good relationship. We, we do manage the races like a professional relationship and he understands that.